Prepare to have your health questions answered here on Safe, Effective, Natural Solutions with Dr. Todd Binkley, owner of Binkley Healing Center in downtown Ventura. Now, here's Dr. Todd. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Todd Binkley, board-certified doctor of non-force chiropractic and practitioner of functional medicine. Functional medicine means using standard diagnostic tests to identify earlier signs of stress on your heart, your liver, your kidneys, your immune system, your digestive system. Don't be surprised if you've never heard of functional medicine before. Most doctors practice conventional medicine. And conventional medicine is essential when you're in a crisis, if you're bleeding, if you have an infection, if you need to go to the hospital. But if you've got an issue that you've been struggling with for years and your doctor hasn't been able to figure out a solution that's working for you, or if you just don't like the idea of being dependent for the rest of your life on pharmaceutical medications that mask your symptoms and often don't really ever address the true cause of what's ailing you, then stay tuned. We're going to talk about some exciting things today. I've got some more information to to present from the Integrative Medicine for Mental Health Conference that I attended a couple of weekends ago. I'm also going to be presenting a case of a woman who experienced one of the most traumatic things any woman can experience. She was a victim of assault and was still suffering, had been suffering for many years, debilitating pain that no one could help her with. She worked for a prominent local medical clinic and had every procedure known in medicine to attempt to help her with this condition to no avail. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, this is the sixth episode in this new series, which just began last month, and I am working on getting a podcast set up so that uh, anyone can listen to these programs again on demand anytime you like. So I'll keep you posted when I've got that up. Another one of the fantastic presenters who spoke at the Integrative Medicine for Mental Health conference I attended a couple of weekends ago was Jill Carnahan, medical director of and founder of Flatiron Functional Medicine in Colorado. She's a breast cancer survivor, survived Crohn's disease and toxic mold illness, and she brings a very unique perspective to healing and talks about her her own journey. She just released a book called Unexpected, Finding Resilience Through Functional Medicine, Science, and Faith. It just came out this year, and she had a fantastic presentation, mostly focusing on the gut-brain connection. So we've all heard that our guts and our brains are connected and uh, some people, you know, wonder, you know, how is that a tenuous link? Is it, you know, how, what's the evidence? There's, there's a tremendous amount of evidence on how profoundly linked our guts and our brains are and more research is coming out to document uh, some profound effects, which she presented. So the gut-brain access axis is linked to mood disorders. Imbalances in the microbiome, the bacteria in your intestines, can affect the production of mood-regulating compounds like serotonin, epinephrine, norepinephrine, dopamine, all of the neurotransmitters that affect psychiatric disorders. And this uh, disruptions and you know if whether or not if you do not have enough healthy bacteria in your gut it dramatically reduces the ability to respond to stress and at the same time chronic stress dramatically reduces the diversity 
of beneficial bacteria in the gut. So it goes back and forth. Also, disruptions in this healthy bacteria population in your gut increases intestinal permeability, or what you may have heard called leaky gut. So people with a lower diversity, with fewer different kinds of healthy levels of good bacteria, have higher levels of body fat and inflammation than those with more diverse populations of good bacteria in their guts. Consumptions of high, consumption of high-fiber foods like fruit and vegetables leads to an increase in this desired diversity and also improves clinical outcomes with obesity. This is some of the research that she presented during her talk. I've talked about previously and will continue to be talking about inflammation and how it wreaks havoc throughout your body. So Dr. Carnahan also uh, presented some amazing research documenting how dietary polyphenols, these are antioxidants in fruits and vegetables, but are also naturally occurring in coffee and cocoa for fans of dark chocolate. These things are extensively metabolized by good bacteria in your gut into compounds that reduce inflammation throughout your body. And reduced diversity and sufficient amounts of good bacteria of varying types in the gut microbiome was also shown to increase the risk of allergies in infants. So this has in part to do with the intestinal permeability or leaky gut that occurs from disruptions in the normal population of good bacteria in your gut. If you lack sufficient good bacteria in your gut, it causes this leaky gut condition, also called intestinal permeability. But bottom line is your intestines are, uh, your, your entire digestive tract is actually outside of your body. Nothing, people say, oh, you are what you eat. Well, actually, you are what your body digests, absorbs, and then passes through the wall of your intestine into your bloodstream. It's not part of you until it's in your blood. And the walls of your intestines are a single cell thick. Your skin is about a dozen layers thick, and you can see how easy it is to penetrate those layers if you cut yourself. So the intestine, the walls of the intestines have to be very thin so that they can absorb nutrients, the nutrients that your life depends on, but they also have to keep out bad things, toxins, bad bacteria, viruses, and parasites, and even just things in your food that don't belong in your bloodstream. So when your gut is leaky, when this single cell layer the single cell, the single layer of cells that lines your intestines is the biggest interaction between your body and the external environment. It's much bigger. You'd think your, your skin is the largest interface between the inside of your body and the outside world. But the lining of your intestines, if it were laid out flat, is the size of a tennis court. So it's a huge surface area. That interacts with things from your environment, things you, your food, things you ingest, so that it can absorb nutrients from them. But it also has to, to be a barrier against anything that get, gets to getting in your bloodstream that doesn't belong there, including things from your food that don't belong there. Undigested proteins can enter your bloodstream. And when they, one of the most common of, of those are food irritants, 
are among the most common causes of a leaky gut. Gluten is one of the most famous ones and one of the most common ones. And so this single layer of cells in the lining of your intestines has little openings that allow your immune system to sense whether or not something is passing through your gut that shouldn't enter the bloodstream. And then it sends out little killer cells to digest and absorb these things and eliminate them. But when that happens over and over again, food irritants like gluten, there are several others, cause these little openings, which are called tight junctions. They're tight normally, gaps between one cell and the next group of cells. These tight junctions become not tight junctions. They become leaky junctions. This is uh, what happens when you have leaky gut. So things that don't belong in your bloodstream from your digestive tract enter, and then your immune system rightly sees these things as foreign and attacks them. This is what underlies the cause of many, if not most, autoimmune conditions. Your immune system doesn't just randomly wake up one day and decide to attack healthy tissue in your body when you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis or lupus or multiple sclerosis. Your immune system is recognizing foreign debris that has entered your bloodstream and your tissues migrated to various parts of your body that, that, are, that do not belong there, and it attacks them and healthy tissue gets caught in the crossfire. So gluten is one of the most common causes of leaky gut, but other things include exposure to toxins, infections, overuse of common over-the-counter pain medications like Advil and aspirin, chronic alcoholism, persistent diarrhea, long-standing stress of all stripes, and low stomach acid, multiple nutrient deficiencies, the result is an increase in circulating toxins. And lipopolysaccharides has recently been identified as the cause of inflammation in your brain and your nervous system, which can lead to constipation, depression, anxiety, cognitive decline, memory loss, and a whole host of other conditions. Dr. Callahan presented some recent research done in Italy that demonstrates that a common gut pathogen, a common bad bug in your gut called Clostridium difficile, this is a really bad bug that causes a lot of infections in hospitals. These Italian researchers showed that people treated for varying degrees of infection with this organism, Clostridium difficile, surprisingly had all kinds of relief from seemingly unrelated conditions, such as autism spectrum disorders, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and multiple sclerosis. I'm Dr. Todd Binkley, presenting to you safe, effective, natural solutions to almost any health challenge. I'd love the opportunity to help you with something that you're struggling with. If you have questions for me, I love questions. Email me at drbinkley at binkleyhealingcenter.com. The focus of today's program is the gut-brain connection. And in addition to various effects that microbes in your gut, good and bad bacteria, not enough good, too many bad bacteria, can have on your brain and nervous system, there is also a direct link between your brain and your nervous system called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. The vagus nerve is a two-way communication freeway that hardwires your brain to your intestines and it plays a role in controlling inflammation throughout the body. 
Dr. Carnahan presented research showing how certain beneficial bacteria can stimulate the vagus nerve to dampen inflammatory responses. It also helps grow and maintain new nerve cells in various regions regions of your brain. And emerging emerging studies suggest that certain bacteria can increase nerve growth factors that heal and repair your brain. Even more exciting than this, one of the most amazing presenters of the entire conference was Dr. Stephen Porges, Ph.D., professor of psychiatry at University of North Carolina, professor emeritus at the University of Illinois Chicago and the University of Maryland. He is a founder of the Polyvagal Institute. He's published over 400 peer-reviewed scientific papers across several disciplines, including anesthesiology, biomedical engineering, critical care medicine, ergonomics, exercise physiology, gerontology, neurology, neuroscience, obstetrics, pediatrics, psychiatry, psychology, psychometric abuse. His research has been cited in more than 50,000 peer-reviewed publications. In 1994, he proposed this phenomenal theory, the poly vagal theory that basically completely redefines our understanding of the vagus nerve, this massive branch of your nervous system that can directly connects your brain to your gut. So it was a it was a roller coaster of a ride in anatomy and neurophysiology, but uh, for your benefit, he's also written a fantastic book called The Polyvagal Theory. I recommend it highly the polyvagal theory, and it explains in layman's terms what what this means and why it's important and how this hardwired massive nerve that connects your brain to your gut affects almost every aspect of your life. It underlies, effects on it can underlie, often underlie any psychiatric condition, anxiety, depression, even uh, severe psychiatric disorders like multiple personality disorders, schizophrenia, and just extremes of emotion, rage. Our brains are designed, and he's discovered and developed and been documenting and and progressively um, identifying further aspects of how basically our nervous systems are hardwired to ensure that we feel safe. As we go throughout our day, one of the most fundamental things to our body's instincts to preservation of life is feeling safe, feeling that that we can, can carry on doing whatever it is we're doing without any threat to our lives or our safety. Most of us are familiar with the extreme examples of this post-traumatic stress disorder in war zone experiences, returning soldiers, people who've been uh, traumatized, assaulted, witnessed a serious injury of another even. Some of the the effects of this can be subconscious and even something like sudden death of a close friend or relative or sibling or a parent can have very similar effects. So we're not always aware of this lack of feeling safe that's embedded in our nervous systems. And of course, the worst thing that can happen is when this nervous system, as it's being developed in an infant in the first few years of life, is uh, traumatized in any way that causes this profound link between our brains and our guts that governs this feeling of basic safety to be traumatized. 
it might be tempting to think, well, that's really awful that people experience these things, but w w what can you do about it? Is there, is there anything that could be done? And there is. So his book, Our Polyvagal World, I might have misspoken earlier. The title of his book that explains this in layman's terms is called Our Polyvagal World, How Safety and Trauma Change Us by Stephen Porges, P-O-R. G -E -S. So in this book, he explains several things that we can all do to reverse the effects of previous traumas or even just perceived trauma. Your, your body reacts, can react, to an experience that isn't even occurring in the present time. You, you, can be, you can smell something or hear something or just have any number of sensory triggers that launch your body into a reaction to something that happened many, many years ago when there is no current threat. So there are ways to enable your brain to understand. There's even a, th a, a form of treatment that I do in my office called bioenergetic synchronization where we can help your brain realize that the seemingly traumatic experience your body is convinced is occurring right now or imminent was in fact something that happened a long time ago and need not bother you anymore. So let's turn now to this case I promised to present in the intro. A woman in her late 50s came to me who was a rape victim. And she had pain in her private area uh, radiating down the inside of her upper thigh. And she worked for a medical, this is, I'm sorry, this is not a fun case to hear, but I promise you there's a happy outcome. She worked for a prominent local medical clinic. She had every procedure done to attempt to relieve pain from her pelvic area. She had a full hysterectomy. She had multiple epidural blocks. She had multiple nerve blocks, cortisone injections, every oral medication, pain reliever that might potentially offer her some relief and nothing helped her. In fact, when she called me, she had heard from us, she was referred by another patient and she asked me a few questions and then said she'd call back and, and a few months went by before she finally did call back and come in. And when she came in, I told her that um, I don't have a treatment for rape, you know, for the things that you're describing. I have no direct way to, to cure that. What I can do is offer some ways to help your brain realize that the trauma you experienced many years ago is no longer occurring. Your body is reacting, her body was reacting, as though this trauma was still happen, happening or about to happen again at a moment's notice. And that was what was causing her pain. So I did a form of treatment on her that's difficult to describe on the radio, but it involves using kinesiology, muscle testing, to identify emotions that her brain is associating right now with the, the, the memory of this traumatic event. I, the only parts of her body I touched were her feet and her head. I used this uh, very special form of testing to identify a dominant emotion that her body was ready to work on, to release. And after the very first session, she said to me, something feels different. She, I, she, didn't, she couldn't really describe it, but the area that she had this intense pain in her groin inside of her thigh 
felt different. She came back a few days later. We continued to work on her. After about two or three weeks, uh, three times a week, doing this type of work, helping her brain, I'm just giving her brain information that it can use to realize, consistent with this polyvagal theory that I described earlier, I'm helping her nervous system realize that there's no current threat now. Something horrible happened to her. The memory of that is never going to go away. But there is no current need for her body to react and continually be triggered by things that remind her of that event anymore. After about three weeks of this, she told me that her pain was reduced by half. Nothing, hysterectomy, multiple medical procedures, injections and medications had ever given her any relief at all. And after three weeks of this type of work, her pain was 50% gone. About three months later, she was able to finally consummate her marriage. She had remarried a year and a half ago. Her husband then quickly became a patient. She was up dancing and painting. She was a painter, and she had been a dancer in her youth, and she felt like an entirely new person. It looks like we have time for another case. I know this is going to be difficult to understand on the radio, and it's going to, it's going to sound incredible, beyond, beyond belief. But um, I had another patient who came in who was a healthy, fit, young, happy, 23-year-old woman, worked in a bank, married, happy life, happy job, but was having difficulty getting pregnant. She wanted a family, and she'd had two previous miscarriages, uh, both that occurred in about the seventh or eighth week. And now she was having trouble getting pregnant again. I told her that, uh, you know, there's this particular form of work I can use on her. No guarantees, but we can see what happens. A lot of times you're totally unaware of things that are causing profound effects in your body. So I did a similar procedure on her to identify a dominant emotion that her body was reacting to unnecessarily that was interfering with her body functioning the way it's supposed to. Had her think about some words and numbers that gave her brain access to places where she was reacting to something that had happened in the past that was no longer dangerous, that it no longer needed to react to. Soon enough, she announces that she's pregnant again. She's very excited. And you know, I'm seeing her less frequently now, once a week. She was traveling from about over a little over an hour away each time. I'm seeing her once a week, and you know, she's worried that you know, finally she's gotten pregnant again. After two miscarriages, she was having difficulty getting pregnant, so she was delighted just to be getting pregnant again, but of course still worried that she was going to miscarry again. So around the seventh or eighth week, she says, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to tell you something. I, I don't know how I didn't even think of this until then, but I, I just remembered this. My mother told me at some point that when she was pregnant with me, she was raped by her boyfriend. Wow. So again, this sounds a little odd, but here's what happened. Her body had an energetic imprint from an experience in the womb. That's my theory. I don't have any randomized controlled trials to prove it. But what happened was we continued to give her brain feedback that it could use to realize that this perceived threat to her survival was no longer occurring. It was something that happened in the past. She got through 
the seventh and eighth week. She did not have a miscarriage. Nine months later, she brought into my office a beautiful, healthy young boy with tears in her eyes, thanking me for helping her body figure out that there was nothing wrong and that she was perfectly healthy and she was very happy to have her healthy young son. I'm Dr. Todd Binkley. I'd love an opportunity to help you with any health challenge you're struggling with. Email me your questions. I look forward to speaking with you again right here next Friday at 4 p.m. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Safe, Effective, Natural Solutions with Dr. Todd Binkley. If you have a health question you want discussed on the show, email your health questions to Dr. Binkley at binkleyhealingcenter.com. Take advantage of this opportunity to ask questions for yourself and for your loved ones because our health matters. Join him next Friday at 4 p.m. for safe, effective, natural solutions right here on 98.3 The Word, KDAR.